hey guys good to be here with you on another episode of plant path podcast my name is Oluwato Simogwadoade and as always I'm excited to be with you happy international sex workers day hmm I'm sure some of you are like hey what are these guys up to this time around <laughs> happy international house day yes I just said that w-h-o-r-e-s international horse day okay i'm here to burst your meat and your theologies today really um when usually first of all let's address this my voice (laughs) i know i probably sound funny over the microphone now but then i actually woke up at night to record this podcast the team had read we've done our a script everything and i'm supposed to come here and do the magic and i wake up and i realize that i, I feel a cold uh, uh, i feel a cold yes um i don't feel cold I've, I'm, I'm having a cold yes i'm feeling cold a cold and um this old kata thingy i've been on meds for the past few days and it's been a whole lot but then we are gonna do this <laughs> okay so so forgive my voice really forgive my voice okay back to our podcast i know that usually when we hear bad girls everyone is trying to shift backwards and like ah no i don't want to be a bad you i don't want to be a bad child i want to be good (laughs) all right um but one thing that i'm learning as i'm growing up and i think we can all relate to that we can relate with that we can testify to the fact that um, life is not exactly straightforward. Um, a pinch of body here and there, a pinch of good and bad is needed to spice things up in this life. Um, that's called balance. Yes. See, eh? all those things that protected us. Like, okay, so I was shopping um, last month. Is that last month now? Two two months ago now. Sometimes this year though, I was shopping and I was with some women. They are like maybe late 30s. Yes, they are in their late 30s. They are both married. And we just we just got talking at the store. And the woman went, ah. So there was a dress I was supposed to pick. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to wear this. And so we just all got talking. And one of the things that I picked up from that interaction with those women is that some of these things that protected us as teenagers, I don't talk to boys, don't wear short dresses, all those good things that we did. As we grew up, maybe you are now married and everything. Those bad things that they said you should not do, you now probably have to do them to spice up your marriage so really it, it depends on how you're looking at things really you understand like of course have good intentions have great motives but then you can't you can't what they call it you 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 have to grow beyond the letters of the law you understand to realize the spirit behind the things that you were told for example the yoruba people will say don't don't what they call it stand on the road when rain is falling so that thunder will not strike you they had good intentions the real reason they didn't want you to stand is because so that thunder will not uh, what they call it so you won't feel cold so they expect children to come inside the house when it's raining and all of that so those are examples of things that you were told when we were growing up that they were bad but then as you are now growing up you now have to start deciphering you understand and get and then have a balance you understand i hope you understand what i just said okay
Um, because as an adult now, if you wear a short dress in your husband's house, you are not going to wear fire, baby. <laughs> okay. Um, let me even remember this. I remember there's this woman on Instagram, um, Lagos wife, Lagos housewives or Lagos wife. I've forgotten her name. Um, she she had a birthday recently, and then she wore leg chain, uh, anklets, and then people were like, "Oh my God, this spiritual woman." She's wearing anklets. She now had to do like a post to talk about it. That you know what, guys, anklets are not bad in themselves. You understand? Anklets are not bad in themselves. And then that that you have to look at content. There's a jewelry she likes, but because of maybe she the place she worships and all of that, she had to stop wearing at some point in her life. But that doesn't mean that like wearing anklets makes you a bad person like everybody wearing an anklet is a bad girl you grab that kind of thing so on this celebration um as we talk about bad girls of the bible as we talk about sex workers as we talk about us um as we talk about when we talk about sex workers we should not forget about the men too because there are gigolos too there are men that actually paid for money you understand so as we talk about this theme um let's look at the bible i feel that this is very deep and metaphorical because um i mean the bible is supposed to be the good book <laughs> but then let's look at the bible um let me give you a rundown of the 10 bad girls in the book that the book was talking about and obviously we're not going to talk about those all of those 10 but then we'll just do maybe three or four of them and just talk about them in depth let me give you a rundown number one eve can you remember eve the auntie that gave uncle adam forbidden fruits and after them their eyes now became clear um and every really really every time i i have to choose my clothes like today <laughs> every time i have to think about what to wear for the week every time i have to think about clothing generally um lingeries and all I just remember Eve, I'm like, Eve, if you hadn't given Adam the forbidden fruit, would have been probably walking naked all over the place and still been in Eden, maybe. But Auntie, you are really, really a badass. Like, for you to have entered the man that God created first, that had first encounter with God, and were able to enter him, like, you are really a bad sister. Let's learn from you today. <laughs> okay, Prophet Potiphar's wife. Uh, can you remember Potiphar's wife in the Bible? When Joseph was sold into slavery, um, he, he was sold into Potiphar's house. And Mrs. P, as I like to call her, <laughs> Mrs. Potiphar, she's the first official sugar mommy in the world. No caps, man. <laughs> then the third person, uh, Lot's wife, that's the salt auntie. You remember her? The person that... When she low back, she had turned to his pillow of salt. <laughs> okay, the woman at the well that gave Jesus water. Can you remember her? That had been married to several husbands. And then the husband she was living with was not her own. That is a correct polyandrist. <laughs> okay, Delilah. Can you remember Delilah? The tactical woman. Um, um She... She 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 she's like pen is mightier than sword. <laughs> the way she finished something, something that was killing lion, and then she didn't even have to even do any gra gra or jim jim. She just finished the strongest man that has ever lived lived on earth. 
I mean, she's a real bad sister and I need to learn from her. <laughs> like I read this book and I actually read this book first um during the lockdown, if I'm correct. If I remember vividly, I think during the lockdown was when I read this book and I gave it to my cousin, she's my third cousin, Auntie Beams. I gave it to my third cousin to read and I've shared it with a couple of people in the past. And I think it's good for us to review together. When I suggested it to the team, they're like, mm, nice, let's do this. Okay, Safira. Can you remember Safira too? Safira is a woman that she and her husband sold the property in Banana Island. Sorry. <laughs> Can you remember the early church that they sold their Banana Island worth property? And then eventually they didn't now bring the full money. I'm like, nobody begged you people to bring your money, your your property, to, your money to the church. Oh. Nobody so, told you to sell your property. Now you now so you are not lying on top of it. And then they now serve you breakfast. <laughs> Let's learn from her. I think there are a lot of lessons to learn from her. The rare up to the renowned prostitute. She shall found her way to the genealogy of Jesus. She is a really sharp woman. In fact, the way she lied and, and in fact scattered everybody's head. I mean, she's really, really tactical and she's smart. She's really smart. And then another thing I like about Rehab is her house was strategically located. I mean, that auntie must have had some money. She had a house and then she like choice property that was located close to the city wall and na 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 that woman is she's a thing she's a she's an item then jezebel <laughs> i want to see all my aunties faces when they are hearing this podcast they're like oh my god to see what to learn from jezebel i think there are a lot of things to learn about her too jezebel that supports her husband very well some women are so busy doing their lives and they don't even have time to support their husband curses. Husband's curses. Good or bad, she shall supported her man. Good one, Auntie Jezebel. Okay, there are other two. We'll probably talk about them later at some point in time. Let's go on a quick commercial break and we'll be right back to start talking about these women. Amen? Amen. Okay, sorry, I couldn't just help her but sing. Forget my voice. Manage it like that. Okay, so the author started this introdu- introduction of this book in a very profound way. She was like, see, uh, when people are talking about people, ladies in the Bible, they're talking about Sarah, faithful Sarah, courageous Esther, innocent Mary, and you're like, ah, me, I'm not innocent too. I'm not that very faithful. And sometimes I can't be, I'm not as courageous as Esther. Um, You think about these women and you really can't, can't relate with them can't relate with them I, I can't really relate with them and you're like okay can i still have women in the bible that i can learn from too of course there are women that you can learn from in the bible and in fact they are in different categories they like there were women in the bible that the bible never even recorded any kind word about them that everything about them was just bad you have lessons to learn from them, like Delilah, like Jezebel, like Potiphar's wife, Mrs. P, as I call her. 
as the author calls her as well too okay and they were actually women that they were they were good people but they just had one major flop in their life that made them bad being categorized as bad women and then that those like little messes those one big colossal mistake like the one big colossal colossal mistake they made in their life messed them up like that is like a relatable story right people like lot's wife mikhail um safira like those are women we can those are women we can learn from and they're women that they were actually very bad but then they experienced the saving grace of god like rehab with the woman at the well the the sinful woman that anointed jesus's feet can you remember her i mean first of all one of the things i like about that woman woman let me even say this at this point is that she had money women have money and she bought expensive expensive perfume to like to to clean jesus's feet with and she had lovely hair oh my god women are we learning from this okay recently i made this very long hair i'm very proud of and <laughs> a lot of people are seeing me and like hey tosin made a very long hairstyle like this seems out of character and then i'm just i just like that really long hair and expensive perfume by the brother very nice nice things you don't have to buy him cheap cheap boxes of three singlets of 250 naira please sisters don't do that buy him the latest stuff buy him jerseys buy him see the most expensive thing on the block buy it for your man yes very very good i mean that woman made her way into the bible just like that by just doing that you grab sisters all right okay so let's go uh talk about eve now i'll be jumping right into talking Eve about Eve at the moment and I want us to just speak um three lessons three 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 lessons about Eve three lessons about Eve that we should watch out for okay Okay, so now as we talk about Eve, um, number one, watch out for the big three. Watch out for the physical, emotional, your physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. And these are three dimensions that women are very good at. Women are, bosses are. And at the same time, these are dimensions that we tend to really fail at as women. We need to learn how to watch out for our spiritual well-being as women, our physical our physical well-being our emotional well-being because as much as we have strength in those areas we also have our weak points in those areas see eh, the, the the thing that how the serpent got Eve, eh, she like the bible says that the fruit was appealing to our physical appetite for food you understand like it was it was our emotional appreciation for beauty was beautiful to behold and then enough fit her spiritual desire to be like god these are things that we really need to be careful of as women like pay attention to things that are appealing to your physical senses emotional senses and spiritual senses to please pay attention to those three dimensions of your life number two is don't get into a debate with satan get out like don't put yourself in let me say it in today's context don't put yourself in vulnerable positions vulnerable situations cn um people will say my friends are smoking um should i stay there don't uh, she be just cigarettes it's not weed now and uh, it's canadian loud it's not that skinny is this is this 
please 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 you don't have to stay around that just like flee from a bible says that you flee from all appearances of evil i can't remember where i heard this from but i've known this for a long time maybe as a child self i think it's my mom i don't remember where exactly says it but the person will say don't wait to confirm flee once is an appearance of evil once it looks like evil you don't need to confirm whether it's evil or not what it is an appearance of evil run away from it run away from it oh they are doing wrongs oh they are this 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 that uh -huh. if i'm sleeping with somebody for money uh -huh. she be is only one person it's not two people am i a sex worker this you am i a whore you don't have to wait to confirm just flee immediately i think that if if had fled that time i don't think we will be in this situation that we are now okay third thing i would like to say is that um then please err on the side of caution yes err on the side of caution i need to add that point please um third thing is that take responsibilities and move on you understand don't play the blame game at all at all you know the way that say the way she was like is my husband the husband now said and uh, is the man is the woman that you gave me and uh, is the serpent is it this see too much energy expanded on doing that take responsibility for your own side of the equation learn the lessons and move on okay i have a question from you and today i would like you to put your responses in the comment section the the question is that what have you learned from eve like in this all of this thing like what strikes you in all of this thing as a bad girl as a good girl as a good body as a body goodie <laughs> as a body 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 girl as a body 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 boy what have you learned from eve um let's hear your comments um write it down in the comment section and let's go on to listen to our second character for today Alright, so we are back to our second character. Um, and our second character is a bad bad girl character that was brought to distraction. Potiphar's wife, um, a little background story, and I think I said it before that um when Joseph was sold into Joseph in the Bible, when he was sold into slavery, um he was taken to Potiphar's wife, and of course, we're talking about Oga's wife, Mrs. Potiphar, Mrs. P. Okay, so lessons to learn from potiphar's wife number one stay on your toes and i have to say this for all the big lucky babes magodo babes abuja babes you know south africa babes london wives rich housewives of hollywood nollywood bollywood every lady that is in a relationship with a man she's very comfortable she doesn't have to work um she's just living the bigger life yes money is very important and that's why a lot of women work a lot of people work but then beyond the money there's something big about being busy i'm not talking about being so busy that you don't have time for fun you don't have time for family and other things are important to you right i'm talking about being constructively busy that you you are occupying your mind with something to do um um having your goals there's something it does for you it keeps you alert it keeps you on your toes you know when you have things to worry about to other than your wigs and your nails um is good for your overall well-being it's not healthy it's not productive to just sit down even if you get all the money that you need in the world 
I've seen ladies that will not marry men that will not, that don't want them to work. Not because the money is not good or anything, but because it will just really, really impact on their person. So let me read directly from the author. The author said that we never know when temptation will arrive at our doorsteps. We can't assume that because we are happily married or content in our singleness, a hunky delivery guy <laughs> or a cute carpenter working on our new guest room can't possibly shift our futile imaginations into overdrive. I think I really think that um, Mrs. P wouldn't have would have behaved better if she if her imagination was was futile. I mean, the husband had gone to work. She had maybe start, um, finished looking at Instagram, Snapchat, everything. And she was bored and she had to keep herself busy in a negative way. So that's something to learn. Stretch your toes, get busy. Ephesians 5 verse 15 to 16 says that. Be careful then how you live, not as un unwise but as wise. Making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Second lesson, I think we really flogged that top, uh, lesson. Second lesson is that it's smart to surround ourselves with support and accountability. Don't be a superhuman, don't be a superwoman, don't be a superman. That is not, it's not even realistic to say you're a superman, sir. Surround yourself with checks and balances. People that can tell you the truth or not people that are trying to get favors from you that cannot look at your eyes, eyes that and tell you the truth. Surround yourself with people. Um, I remember that in the Bible, Mrs. Potiphar, Mrs. P, actually sent all the servants away so that she could do what she wanted to do with Joseph. Uh, I mean, that was a very wrong move to have made. Don't remove your accountability structures. Accountability is good. Please, very, very important. It's humility and wisdom. Some of these things that people do. And when you're having a meeting with people, take your kids along with a guy. Tell someone that you know that there is sexual tension already. <laughs> take your friend your kids along take another friend along don't need to just protect yourself please actually you grab it's humility and wisdom number three when we stumble a confession beats a cover-up i think we said this about eve too this is very com common with when in this kind of situation please whenever there's a mistake things have happened ensure that we are confessing no need to cover up even Bible says that if you cover up your sin, you will not prosper. But if you confess them, uh, you'll find grace. And I can't remember exactly how the scripture puts it. But you grow up like you have to learn how to um, to say it out, to confess to your to God, to other people, and find corrective measures to you understand to make up for what has happened. I have a question from you here. Um, so one thing that amazes me about Potiphar's wife, Mrs. P, is that her name was never mentioned. I don't know her name. I don't know if you saw in your Bible her name or somewhere. I don't know her name and everybody keeps calling her Mrs. Potiphar. Um, how does it feel like to be married to a wealthy person, an influential person or someone in your community that everybody now forgets your name and calls you by that person? Maybe your husband, the daughter of the wife of the the mother of i don't know like ilomoxi's mother now and even though she's successful in her own right they always still call her ilomoxi's mother like i just did um and then how can you and one of the things i feel is that it's not bad to be someone's wife like a wealthy man's wife 
how can you uh, accept that your position or the daughter of an influential person the son of this maybe your mother is powerful your father is powerful in society and everybody keeps calling you the daughter of this the daughter of this or saraki's daughter they are this this son you grab that kind of thing how do you move beyond that personality that everybody like embrace that yes it's not your fault that you were born into that family it's not your fault that this person is your son this is your brother and all of that um um, how do you find define your person um beyond those uh, what they call it those um tags that people have have put on you you understand how do you do that like how do you how do you gain your own person your own recognition out of those influential people in your life like mrs p never moved beyond the dark shadows of her husband uh-huh so you grab what i'm saying let's go on a sh- quick break let's listen to music more they will come back talk about delilah 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 Okay, now we're talking about the Lila. Okay, before we do podcast episode, we usually do like random sampling, asking people what they feel, people from different backgrounds, people from different demographics. I remember one of the people I spoke with personally, I was like, hey, that there's a celebration called International Sex Workers Day. And he was like, really? Like he hasn't heard of something like that before. And and I really felt that was it. And that's an interesting topic to talk about. And that person I spoke with, she was like, please, whatever you do, remember you talk about Delilah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm like, okay, we'll make sure we do that. So we added Delilah up. Um, remember Delilah, as I said earlier, she took down the strongest man has ever lived without a sword. That is something. So the first time I heard a change of mind about Delilah was, was when Reverend Mrs. Funke Felix Juma. Sorry, let me take that again. Reverend Mrs. Funke Felix Adejumo, Mama Adejumo. She was like, just, uh, she, she was preaching one day. She was like, you guys are always having Delilah. At least her laps were cozy enough for something to lie on. Some of you women, you are so busy and strong that you don't have time for a romance with your husband. As you know the way she talks now, like that one really entered. I was like, ah, that's true. She must have been a really fine girl because Delilah, if you read it, the, like the book of judges well you will see the way like the, the way something was always going like father like go down into this like i'm sure you must have really been walking distances to really look to go and look for what they call it delilah you grab so and in fact you even forgot that he was in nazarene because of her a lot to learn from that man man from that woman really mark twain she, he was like there's a lot to say in her favor but the other is more interesting he wasn't referring to delilah though but he's a coach we just brought here okay so number one the love of a man is to be treasured ha huh. as you guys know i i am a boy child advocate i have two younger brothers i have an elder brother i have a lot of male friends i have 
men in my life i have an amazing father and i love men like i love the boy child i love the male gender i love to pay everybody talks about women 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 female 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 girl child and i personally think that we shouldn't leave out the boy child we shouldn't leave out the male in context so men women rather when women right when men declare their love for us when they tell when they are bold enough they find they finally find that courage to tell us that they love us um and they show it in their actions they probably ask us out they propose to us their love is to be cherished um we should handle them with utmost care even if the feelings are not much, I because I, I feel that Delilah, Samson was really in love with Delilah, but Delilah wasn't rating him at all. Delilah probably wasn't a big fan of Samson, and she was just there in the relationship with him. Even if you don't like him, eh, please treat him with utmost care, and do do your due diligence with taking care of him. Because men truly love. It's not every man that is a heartbreaker. In fact, some of these men that are breaking out and they are just people that they've been heartbroken before and they are now serving everybody breakfast in turn you grab. So please, like they've been previously heartbroken, uh, make sure that you, 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 even if you don't like him back, for the sake of his future happiness, so that you don't break him, so that you leave his heart intact to another woman, let's be gentle and trustworthy with the brave declarations that men like tell us about when they tell us they love us when they entrust their well-being into our ends let us please 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 treat them with utmost love and due care and diligence very 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 important please thank you number two our men's weaknesses are to be strengthened not exposed i'm sure that all the uh, what they call it all the secrets that delilah knew about something if she did not expose them i'm sure we would have had a different story by now when you know a man's weakness you should never expose your husband's weaknesses you should your man's weakness never your partner's weakness no your woman's weakness your man's weakness they are not to be exposed they are to be strengthened they have to be guarded jealously see eh one of the defining things that happened to me in my life was when someone told me about another person and was consistently telling me bad stuff about the other person and i like later in life i god we have it like no this is not even for a year or two like this is something i have heard of consistently over time at edges and over time i got to meet this person and i'm like oh i can actually see the weaknesses not that this is not being abusive or anything for you it's just normal human flaws weaknesses here and there and i'm like hello you do you have your own i have my own so why should we crucify this person and trust me that's like i really feel that god really helped me in that situation to extend a lot of grace to this person because i really really got to like this person as a person like as a person first of all like i really just got to like the discipline the character like there are so many strong points in this person not to even talk like you can't be focusing on weaknesses so back to the point see anytime you know things about people zip it up like show your mouth i've heard a guy telling me one time that i can't date this lady she's too lousy she's not discreet 
men like you like even women before you are even comfortable in a relationship you have to trust enough that you're safe with this person and as women not as men too let's not be putting all of our lives on instagram any single thing and be saying hi guys so this happened to me blah 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 somebody told me this no 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 please zip it up zip it up please our weaknesses are not instagram stories they're not gist please there are things to be kept discreetly safe please learn that please let's all learn that we are a work in progress we should learn so what delilah another lesson is that what delilah gained in goods she surely lost in relationships i know that it's nice to get the chocolates the gift the free stuff from him and all of that and from her too but please take it easy on the men take it easy on the women too you should we should learn how to give in our relationships um don't make it all about the money um don't make it all about the money don't make it all about the money please um groom our relationships proverbs 22 verse 1 says that it is better to be esteemed than to have silver or gold uh-huh. for that other one that i that i read um the the first point that i read about saying that the love of a man is to be treasured there's a scripture and i like the scripture i want to read it Proverbs 31 verse 11 says that the heart of our husband trusts in us. So our husband should trust in, our, in us, please. Very, very important. Then number four point to learn from Delilah um, is that for a happy home, keep your scissors out of reach. Keep your scissors out of reach. Don't cut down your mouth with your words or your actions. Don't cut down your your husband, your wife too with your words and your actions please it go both it goes both ways both ways even the wealthiest of people the most influential people strongest of people um they are human beings and when they come to you as their partners they want to feel safe they want to feel love they want to just be themselves and don't let see finish enter please um number um proverbs 14 verse 11 verse 1 says the wise woman built a house but with her own hands but with a foolish woman tears us down so a wise woman builds her own uh, uh, house with her hand so please uh, ensure that we are using words that edify on our partners on our spouses and even for on people around us please very 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 important um my question for you about delilah is that um why do you think samson was easily deceived by delilah and what lessons can you learn from listening to this talk about Delilah, please let me know. Let us know, and let's learn together. We will be talking about chapter six, which is Safira. Safira, S A P P H I R A. Safira. Um, we really need to do this for the generous people in our lives. <laughs> Women that don't know how to say no to others actually because this involves financial stewardship too money and all of that so we need to really talk about this before we round up this particular episode oh 35 minutes 33 seconds let's really talk about safira we don't need to go on a commercial break before we do this okay so lessons from safira we should learn how to give without when nobody is looking learn how to give when nobody is listening let me read something from from the book it says i have a dear friend who loves to slip a hundred dollar bill in an envelope 
and tuck it in someone's Bible when he or she isn't looking. Looking someone who, for whom it sees, it means another week with a roof over the family's head or milk, or milk for the children. Let me read this again, sorry. I have a dear friend who loves to slip a $100 bill in an envelope and tuck it in someone's Bible when he or she isn't looking. Someone for whom it means another week with a roof over the family's head or milk for the children. This is pure giving without anyone knowing the source, not even the recipient. She just writes a gift for you from Jesus on the envelope. I would never have known if I didn't cut her in the act and been sworn to silence. Your secret is safe with me, sis. <laughs> She actually said, friend, your secret is safe for me, friend. Okay, so, so we should learn how to give when nobody is looking. Very, very important. Another lesson is that pride and generosity don't mix. God delights in seeing us share our time, money, and resources for no reason other than the joy of giving. When our motives are pure, then giving is not only easy, it is downright fun. When we give with an expectation of receiving accolades or seeing our names carved in stone though the joy is gone chased away by fear and a hunger for approval that can never be satisfied second corinthians 9 verse 7 says each man should give what he has decided in his heart to give not reluctantly or under compulsion for god loves a cheerful giver Okay, so let's read the last lesson from Safira. Honestly, isn't the best policy. It's the only policy. Safira could have saved her life and learned her lessons if she had only reconsidered and told the truth. There might be, there might have been a penalty to pay, but she would have still been a widow, but a living and breathing one. When we have a choice, and we always do, let's tell the old truth and nothing but the truth. In the long run, it's easier, nothing ugly to cover up or worry about. In the short run, it's the right thing to do always. Psalm 34 verse 13 says, Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking lies. Um, my question in all of this is that, do you think Safira should have been given another chance? She was taught that immediately like, na 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 na. New Testament to and God is a forgiving God. Ha. Huh? New Testament, new church after the death of Jesus Christ, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. She was still stuck down to death. Ah, I won't choke you. What do you think? You think she'd have been given us that chance? Okay, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. I believe you must have learned. Believe so much you must have learned. Um, let's hear from you. Let's hear from you the answers to the questions. Let's learn from you. Um, this was a very good episode. I'm sure you've learned, as I said. Ensure that you are sharing this with somebody in your circle. Tell somebody about Plant Path Podcast. Uh, we have so many amazing books we've reviewed and we would still review crucial conversations please if you have any topic you want any book you want us to review 
please ensure you send us a mail or put it in the comment we'll be sure to attend to this remember this is book review of bad girls of the bible and you guys we didn't even i didn't tell you the name of the author that is not nice she's an amazing woman she's written a lot of books i've read a couple of her books and i really love them her name is liz curtis higgs liz curtis higgs she's the author of the book and this book is a dedication is dedicated to the celebration of international horse day international sex workers day um let's it is dedicated to recognize sex workers and their often exploited work conditions it's shock you abby <laughs> all right see you in our next episode remember that my name is oluwato simogbalwade i'm your host on the show thanks for listening to Pod Pat- plan path podcast your choice of for book reviews and crucial conversations bye sorry i was too excited i'm, I'm waiting to dance <laughs>